Alright, we welcome on uh, Reggie McGee. Uh, Reggie, how you doing? I'm good. How you doing? Uh, we're doing good. Uh, we wanted to start by first saying congratulations on making the Spiral Tropical Bowl or being invited. Thank you. I appreciate it. So, uh, could you kind of inform us on what you've been doing to prepare for this bowl? Um, really, I've just been, you know, just working out. Uh, after the season, I just kind of hit the ground running and continue working out until, like, I found something to do. Um, as far as, like, a bowl game, and I got blessed with the opportunity to be in the tropical bowl. So, i just been working out and just been doing the things that I've been doing, like, to prepare for the season. And that's going into training after the tropical bowl. i just been doing stuff like that. All right, gotcha. Uh, so, Reggie, you do have a film about your life and uh, what you've kind of been through. Uh, we were able to watch it, and I just wanted to ask real quick, uh, did you come up with uh, failure is not an option, the F-I-N-A-O thing, or did you kind of hear that from somewhere, or, or where is that from? Um, I kind of heard it growing up um, uh, from my friends and his uh, brother, uh, my friend Fish Smithson, and his brother um, Shaky Smithson, uh, who actually played in the NFL, Fish's NFL right now. Mm -hmm. um, they were uh, Fish's in my story, but I kind of got it from them. And I just, you know, just held on to it and applied it to life. Gotcha. That's a that's an awesome tattoo, by the way. <laughs> Thank you. Appreciate yeah. it. Yeah. All right. Um, just talking about that, I wanted to ask, what is the best advice you've ever received? It doesn't have to be about football. It could be about life or anything. Um, the best advice I ever received was, you know, don't don't give up, don't stop, because you never know how close you are to getting what you want. So. I just like I just I think that's the best advice I ever got. Uh, gotcha. Um, so, kind of building off that, we did mention we we were able to see uh, that film. Uh, you were forced to switch high schools uh, because the high school you went to uh, unfortunately got shut down. Do you what impact do you think that made in the path not only in football but also in life? Having to switch um, schools, I think it um, it was it was for the best to be honest. It was a, it was a blessing to be honest because the high school I went to that was in Baltimore. I'm not gonna say it was bad, but it wasn't as good as the high school I um, finished off at. Um, high school I finished off at Our Lady of Good Counsel High School, and um, it's about an hour away from my house, so I had to travel. Um, I met a lot of people like Stephon Diggs, uh, Kendall Fuller. Blake Countess, Dorian O'Daniel, I played football with those guys. And honestly, it just helped me adapt um, and just, like, open up because, you know, it's a different environment. So I had to, you know, it just taught me to network and um, interact with different people and just uh, from different backgrounds and stuff like that. So it got me out of my comfort zone. So that's why I said it definitely helped me for, uh, in life. Uh, so you mentioned you played with all those Players, did you play with uh, John Prather by any chance? Uh, yes, he was on the. Yes, I did play with him. Yeah, he was in the uh, game we, as well. We actually had him on a few weeks ago talking about the tropical ball as well. So that's pretty cool. Definitely. I also wanted to ask. We're from Texas, so we know like big high school football programs. How is how is it to like how much different is it to play in a nationally ranked high school program than it is in like college football? 
it's definitely different just because it's a you know it's a a higher level of football. But I mean, I played against top notch athletes in high school. Um, so, but you you know you don't have a full team of top notch athletes. You always have those you know five to six to seven guys who are standout guys. Rather, when you get in college, everyone was a standout when they were at high school. So that's the difference between you know what I'm saying playing in a powerhouse high school and playing in um, college. We know your story, so we know what happened with the University of Houston. Do you feel any animosity towards the university or the people? at U of H? No, I, I really don't um, have any animosity. I did for a long time, but it is what it is. Um, you know, they got the saying, everything happens for a reason, and um, you reap what you sow. So, you know, after after Tony Levine and the uh, staff had let me down, um, let me go, uh, he his uh, career there was short-lived as well. So, and I, and I got other opportunities, so I can't really be mad. So uh, to kind of build off of that, uh, you were supposed to go to Houston, for anyone listening who may not know. Uh, you were supposed to go to Houston. Uh, they pulled that on right at the last minute. You got a scholarship to Jacksonville State. Now, kind of fast yeah. forward a year later, you chose to go across the country. Now, we, we just recently moved to college. You know, I'm only three hours away from where I was. Dylan moved a few states. How is it, what do you learn about yourself in football, life, whatever, moving literally coast to coast? Uh, moving coast to coast, you, uh, just about life, you just kind of um, figure out how to survive and, um, you know, fend for yourself because you don't have the support. Uh, I mean, you got moral support, but you don't have you know, saying, the support of, your family and people you grew around, you're not you're out of your comfort zone, so you kinda of grow up, you know what I mean? And it's just it's a, it's 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 good and it's bad. because um, it's it's definitely it was definitely a lot of tough times, like a, a lot of tough nights, definitely being in my situation. But it, it kinda of helped me for the better, to be honest. Mm -hmm. Because cause Jacksonville State, that was kinda of out of my comfort zone as well. I mean, although I wanted to go to Houston, coming from Baltimore and going down south, that was like my goal. Because mm -hmm. I was originally from, I'm like I was born in Jackson, Mississippi, mm -hmm. so I kind of wanted to do that, and I wanted to get out of my comfort zone being over east. And because I had plenty of offers, I could have went to Virginia University and stuff like that, uh, places like that. But I just chose to take a different route. Mm -hmm. Um, I wanted to ask you, what is your, what are you most proud of about your like football career? What is the best thing you've done? Um. I really look back on my junior college career because a lot of people don't make it out of junior college or they don't get blessed with the opportunity to play Division One football. And a lot of people don't realize that. I didn't realize that until I got put in the situation. I played with a lot of guys who are very talented, who either are not playing anymore or just didn't get the same opportunity as me. Um, so just to make it out of junior college, that was, that was a, definitely an achievement for me. And being able to play and compete at a high level at the Division One level, so that was definitely that was definitely good for me. So you mentioned uh, junior college. You went to Hartnell, where f your friend Fish Smithson uh, recommended you go. You set the sack record in two years. Um, can you kind of, you know, reflect on that as well? I was comfortable. Um, the defensive coordinator 
his name is Justin Hansen. I think he's one of the best coaches I ever played for, and he has a good like he has a good knack for putting his players in position to make plays, and that's kind of, that's what he did for Fish. And I, I like talking to Fish. I just wanted to be somewhere where I was going to be like in a defense where I was comfortable. And he said, you know, just he recommended me towards him, and uh, I just kind of ran with it, and I was successful. I just wanted to know, after going to junior college, what made you choose Ball State to be your final place to finish your college career? Um, it was it was it was because it was an opportunity. It was a good opportunity for me, and um, unfortunately, after I committed to Ball State, the head coach and the coaching staff they left a week after I committed. So I mean, like I'm, I was blessed to be under um, Mike New, who's the coach there now. And I had two defense coordinators while I was there. But like I said, I, I don't live with any regret. Um, uh, but that, that's why I chose Ball State. It was a good opportunity. So with your time at Ball State, really throughout your entire career, one of the best things I think about you and what is said about you is uh, his motor is high and he never quits on a play. And uh, so... Since you're known for, you know, your high motor, you never quit, uh, where does this motivation come from? Um, it really just comes from just just really my background. Mm-hmm. Um, never really, you know what I mean, grow up with much and stuff like that. So it's a lot of motivation to do better for myself and my family. Mm-hmm. So that's like kind of where I, I just take it to the field. I just apply like uh, just real-life situations, and I just take all my, you know what I'm saying, frustrations, and I, that's where I get my motivation from, just take it to the field, to be honest. So that's, that's kind of why I just never give up on a play and always want to make a play, always want to be around the ball, and always want to be noticed and seen. So to, to build off of that, what do you think that says about you, not not only the motivation, but to never quit on a play? Um, I just uh, basically just reflecting back off of Fineo, just – just uh, refusing to, you know what I mean, to fail, to mm-hmm. be honest. Just um, as far as, like, just making a play, I just always want to be seen. I've always been taught you never know who's watching. Mm-hmm. So, and that's kind of where I'm going into this Tropical Bowl game um, with the same mindset and actually be playing, like, a position that I played in junior college. Mm-hmm. So I should be more comfortable doing that. If you had to compare your game to any current NFL player, who would it be and why? Um, if I were to compare my game to any NFL player, I would have to say I would have to say I like I like James Harrison. Um, I like James Harrison, and I, I would have to say uh, Terrell Suggs. Is it because they're extremely jacked? Uh, no, 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 no. Um, I like working out like James Harrison. To be uh-huh. completely honest with you, but. Uh-huh. Just like I just I like watching their film, I like studying their tape, and they like use a lot of leverage. Like James Harrison, for example, not being the biggest player on the field, um, mm-hmm. actually being one of the shorter, but being dominant for so long, he just uses work ethic, work ethic, and like he just uses leverage. And football is a game of leverage, to be honest. So, so I just kind of I kind of pay attention to him, and as far as Russ Suggs, he just has a motor. That's why he makes a lot of hustle plays rather than off an initial move or something like that. Mm-hmm. 
Would it would it be your absolute dream to work out with James Harrison one time? Oh yeah, it would. <laughs> I think I'd I'd probably I wouldn't make it to the weight room. In all honesty. <laughs> yeah, it, def- it definitely would be. It definitely would be a dream of mine. Uh huh. I've always wanted to work out with guys like Ray Lewis. So. Ooh, I respect that. All right, uh, going back to college. For people that don't know a lot about the MAC, they have Tuesday games. How hard are Tuesday games on the players? Because I know as a fan, I love them because you guys are the only thing on and it's good quality football, but I'm sure it really stinks for the players. Yeah, I mean, it's it's a quick turnaround. And, you know, um, we start MAC play, or as they say, MAC action. You know, we start that at the end of the year. So by then, your bodies are kind of worn down. And you need, to, you need time to recover. But uh, with Maxion, you know, I'm not, I'm not complaining about it. I mean, it's exciting playing on, you know, weekday games and actually getting the you know, televised games. But um, as far as just the quick turnaround, you'll have a game on Thursday. Next thing you know, you got to turn around and have a game on Tuesday. So you only get a, a few days to prepare. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's just, it's just a grind, to be honest. It's just, you know. Just a quick turnaround. It just does something to your body, and you know it's a long season. Like it's not as long as the NFL season, but from camp all the way until the twelfth week of the season, it's just like you know, yeah, survive. You gotta survive. Like you only, you only as good as your availability. And a lot of people are trying to you know be available for the next game, next play, and that's hard to do in college football as well as the NFL. Um, all right. I wanted to ask, what do you think is your best skill that will transfer over to the next level? So what do you think you're best at right now? Um, to be honest, I think I have a high football IQ. Um, I know the game, like in and out. Um, I like to, you know, study opponents. And I just like to use what I see on film to my advantage. And I'm, I feel like I'm very versatile. Um, I can I can rush the passer. I can play in the box anywhere. I've, I've done it in high school. I've done it in junior college. Um, at, at Ball State, I played a true DN. So I've, I've done it all. I've played every position inside of the box except for, you know, a three-tech and a nose guard. But I've done it all, and I feel like I'm versatile. I can drop in coverage. I can play on the outside. Um, I can make plays in space, and I looking forward to showing that I can do that again um, in the tropical bowl, but just my strengths are just being versatile in my IQ. We always do this with all of our guests, uh, Madden or 2K? 2K. 2K. All right, so yeah, who... I, think, I think Madden is definitely unrealistic. <laughs> For sure, yeah. The Especially this year, the Jukings. Yeah, um, too, many, too many animations. Yeah. Um. So, with 2K... Who is the best 2K player in your locker room? You can choose yourself. I am definitely the best 2K player in my locker room, and I can put it. Everybody can attest to that. All right, so I think uh, we should definitely challenge, get everyone and and let them know that you said this. (laughs) Definitely. So far, we've asked like six players from the Tropical Bowl, and I think four of them have said they're the best. So you guys need to play against each other, and we need to settle it once and for all. Yeah, I, I'm willing. I'm willing to do that. I'm definitely willing to do that. We uh, and I will play. I'll play with the Lakers against anybody. Lakers. Uh, that's uh, other people were saying that they'd use uh, use 
pretty pretty good team like Timberwolves. Uh, I think one person said 76ers if I remember right. So Lakers. That's Yeah, Lakers the best team on the game. Um do you know who Vanderblue is? I do. Okay, he's like my all-time favorite player ever. Yeah, I know I know every I know every Laker to be honest. I'm, I'm a big Laker fan. So when's the next time they make the playoffs? Um, I'm hoping I'm hoping in the next 2 to 3 years. So I'm, I'm not I'm not going to give up on this year because I need something to cheer for. So I'm, I'm not I'm not going to give up on this year. I think about like 6 7 games out, out right now. Yeah. Um, out of the seed, so I'm still I'm still hopeful. Yeah, for sure. They, there's still hope. The Hawks, I mean, not the Hawks. The Heat turned it around last year, and they almost made it. So maybe maybe Lakers can do it. I don't know. Yeah, we had a big win last night. It was against the Hawks, but <laughs> I, I still think it's a big win. All right, last question. Are you a big baller? Definitely. Oh, I had one last question I was going to ask earlier, but um, it just came to me again. Uh, so... To kind of get back on topic about you and your life after college, uh, whether or not you make it to the next level, uh, you said right now the most important thing, or in your video, I, this isn't to quote, but you were saying that the next important, most important thing is uh, trying to get back to the community of the next generation of Baltimore. Can you kind of yeah. talk to us about, or explain to us, what you're doing and what your next step, like what your plan is with that? Uh, yeah, like I like to be honest. Um, every time I come home, I'll talk to like uh, you know little league teams and stuff like that it's around Baltimore. Um, like the recreation I played for. Uh, so I wouldn't mind like being a mentor um, for even high schoolers, uh, just because I've been there and done that. Um, it's a lot of people that I talk to, even junior college that travel from Baltimore and stuff like that. As far as giving back to the community, hopefully one day I want to open up my own women's shelter and my own homeless shelter. Because, um, I don't know, I got a soft spot for that type stuff because I, I don't like seeing uh, homeless people out. When it's, you know, right now it's 30 degrees, um, no food, stuff like that. I just want to help give back mm -hmm. any way I can. Oh, yeah, that's awesome. And it's always good to hear all these athletes you know, all the ones that remain humble, no matter how much money they get, how much fame they get. So yeah, and I don't want to do it through a foundation, um, and I don't want to give money back or anything like that. I want to do everything hands on myself, mm -hmm. so that I know like the money is actually getting to the people that need it, rather than just saying I donate it. Mm -hmm. Kind of like uh, I know uh, Russell Wilson is big for going to hospitals, J.J. Watt. Andre Johnson used to do it, the toy drive. So some, something like that? Yeah, I, I want to do everything hands-on. Like, I, I want to be on the scene and if not have, you know, people that I'm close to that I, uh, have the same heart as me and the same mindset to give back as well. Mm -hmm. But I don't want to just, like, have a foundation and just say, like, oh, I've raised and given this amount of money. Awesome. So that, that'll do it. Uh, thank you again so much for joining us. Uh, thank you. I appreciate it. Good luck with the Tropical Bowl and the Pro Day uh, coming up. And uh, we hope to hear from you soon again. Thank you. I appreciate it. Yeah, for sure.